This is a shear on Likuta Sicha, Ischelik Tesvav, the Sicha of Chayisara, the second Sicha. This is going on the, uh, on the Pasuk that reads as follows. So I'm going to just give, give the background of the Pesukim. <coughs> Avraham Avinu became old, and Hashem had already blessed Avraham with everything. Remember, he has a son, and now he wants to make a shidduch, wants to make a match for his son. So Avraham said to his servant, who's the elder of his house, who's the ruler of everything he's had, he says, place your hand under my thigh, we're going to do an oath, and I will make you take oath by Hashem, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you should not take a woman for my son from the daughters of Canaan, which I am currently living here in the land of Canaan. Rather, you should go to the land where I come from, my birthplace, take a wife my son Yitzchak there. I said, servant to Avraham, maybe one of them, your son to your place of birthplace. Avraham said, no, beware, do not take my son back there. And then Avraham continues, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from my birthplace, and who promised me to give the land of Canaan to children, he will send Malah for you, messengers, angel, for you, and the wife back there, don't take son there. So now she, on the second, when Avraham responds to Leah, he has a take there, if God doesn't want to come here. And then Avraham responded, and this is where we start the Sikha. Avram responded, Hashem, who is the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house. So Rashi says, here it says, only the God of heaven. When Avram Avinu introduces the concept of Eliezer and says, I want you to take oath, there he calls Hashem, the God of heaven and the God of earth. Says Rashi, that Avram told Eliezer, now he's the God of heaven and the God of earth. Because I've made him familiar by, in the mouth of those, the creatures of Hashem. I've spoken about Hashem. But when he took me, when Hashem took me out of my father's house, people didn't know Hashem. There he was just the God of heaven. Seemingly, what's Rashi trying to explain? Rashi trying to explain why is there a difference in the Psukim? Why before he's called the God of heaven and the God of earth, and here we're calling him only the God of Shammai. However, we have to understand. First of all, um, what's the question? The question is based on the fact that He's called Elikeya Shamayim, Elikeya Oretz earlier, and here only Elikeya Shamayim. So why does Rashi start the quote from the word Hashem, Elikeya Shamayim, Hashem, the God of Heaven? And the word Hashem here doesn't seem to be relevant to the question. The, the, the whole difference is only in the Elikeya part, Elikeya Shamayim, Oretz, or just Elikeya Shamayim. Question number two, why does Rashi have to bring the, um, the continuous, the, 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 the next part of the passage, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house. That's part of the heading. Why does it have to be the heading? He's not commenting on that. Even though, okay, you could say he's, um, he is, because in the interpretation of Rashi, says that when he took me from my father's house, then he was just the God of heaven. But why does he even inject that in the interpretation? Question number three, why does Rashi say, and he doesn't say there, and he doesn't say here, also the God of earth? We understand that. He should have just said that before it says the God of heaven, the God of earth, and here it doesn't. So from the way Rashi is, is worded here, it seems to be, it's telling us that maybe here it also should have said Elikeya is the God of earth. That's what it's the God of earth. If it does, you see, it was only beforehand. It now it should have started not saying Rashi. Here it says Elikeya is just the next thing. Before it does, it says we expect to say Why? Um... Well, you could say, we expected to say it, because it said it earlier. Okay, but if the whole basis we expected to say in this passage, the latter passage, that Hashem is the God of earth, because it's already said it earlier, so start by mentioning what it says earlier, and then saying 
that here it doesn't say it. The fact that, it, that Rashi reverses the order, that here it doesn't say it, it's like we're expecting it to be said here for some other reason, not just because it was said earlier. Dalit, the fourth question. Rashi shows, when he speaks about that earlier, it's said differently, the God of heaven, the God of earth, he doesn't actually quote those words. He just says, there it says, I will make you take oath. Etc. It doesn't say. And it says, God of heaven and God of earth, which is the whole basis of the questions. Why doesn't he mention the basis of the question? He just alludes to it by bringing the first part of that passage, and I will make you take oath. So, base. The Rebbe says, look, we could explain at least the last two questions, that Rashi is really, the question is all based on the fact that he's making him take oath. In other words, here, in our apostle, when Avram says, Hashem, the God of heaven, will send his angel before you, and you'll be successful in taking a wife from my son. Since here it's talking about Hashem doing what he's going to do here on earth, sending an angel with Eliezer, and here on earth, finding a wife. So Rashi's saying, it should have said, the God of the earth. Before it says, I will make you, when, when Avram is making an oath with Eliezer, okay, making an oath uh, with, with, his, with his trusted servant, the servant who's, it says about Eliezer, that his whole, his whole mahus, his whole being was sharing his master's teacher with others. So you would think it's enough to say, I make you take oath by the God of the, God of, the of, of, of the heavens. In other words, making Eliezer take oath, emphasize God of heaven. Talking about Eliezer being successful here in his earthly mission, it should say the God of heaven and earth. But here it doesn't say earth, when we talk about Eliezer's earthly mission. We talk about Eliezer taking an oath, which is more spiritual. It says heaven and earth. It should be the opposite. So, and that would be one way of explaining some of the nuances in Rashi, but besides the fact that it doesn't answer all the questions, besides for that, um, if that's what Rashi is trying to say, so Rashi should have brought at least that, that he's basing on it that about the continuation of the Pasuk. Hashem will send a malach before you. If that's the whole basis, that this seems to be an earthly mission, he should mention those words specifically, which he doesn't. Gimel. Also, we have to understand a few other things in the question and answer, in the, in the explanation, in the terets, the explanation of Rashi. First of all, if Rashi is, uh, as it seems to be, that with the difference in language, the first it says the God of heaven and the God of earth, and now only the God of heaven, if what Rashi is trying to say is that Avram is intending to emphasize the difference that now... I have made him familiar here on earth, but when he took me from my father's house, he was just the God of heaven. It's not understood. Why does Rashi say it in a language as if knowing what Avram said? Rashi says, Omar loy, Avram told Eliezer, now he's the God of heaven and earth before he was just the God of heaven. Why doesn't Rashi explain? Stating the fact, not so to speak as if speaking in Avraham's voice. And the Medrash, it does say it like that. It explains what he was saying, that now he's the God of heaven and God of earth. Before he wasn't. But here we're supposed to speak Rashi saying, in Abraham's voice, Abraham, Omar Loi, Abraham said to him, before you, where do we get that? And how do we know that Abraham explained that to Eliezer? In other words, if you learn just in the Medrash that that's what 
That's the difference in the Pesukim. Now it could be he, yeah, Avram used different words, but maybe Eliezer got it or didn't get it. Here Rashi's saying that that was part of Avram's explanation to Eliezer. It's important that Eliezer gets this. Why? And also you can see it in the lengthy, uh, uh, in the lengthy, the length that Rashi goes to say the following. That now he's the God of Earth because I've made him familiar. Here, Galtim, I made him become something familiar in the mouth of the creatures. But before that, those that were Boe Eilon, the people of the world, didn't notice, didn't recognize him and his him being Hashem, and his name was not so familiar on Earth. So it's um, it's again Abraham speaking to Eliezer and saying. Now he's the God of heaven and earth, but before he wasn't, I made him more known to the people. If everything, if the only way Abraham really hinted at this is that he said, beforehand he said God of heaven, and now beforehand he said God of heaven and earth, and here it just says God of heaven. So Rashi just should have answered that difference, why different language is used, right? But from this long, lengthy thing, it appears that Rashi seems intent on inserting a narrative, and inserting a, a statement, an explanation that Avram, for some reason, needs to spell out to Eliezer. And not just to explain the difference in a psukim, but there's something that's being injected here. A, 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 a script that Avram is telling Eliezer. So, where do we get that in the post that Avram said something to Eliezer to that effect? Especially, how do we know the details of this? That's question number one. Question number two, Rashi continues. But when he took me out of my father's house, he was just that God of heaven, not the God of earth. What's the difference that that was when he took me out of my father's house? Okay, Taka the Pusuk says, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house. But in the Pusuk it means, um, the Pusuk really seems to be saying that Avram is saying, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me out of my father's house and did these such great, wonderful things for me, right? He, he took me out of my birthplace and he promised me the land. And that's why for sure he's going to send an angel with you, Elias, and everything's going to work out. But Rashi uses those words, the God of heaven who took me from my father's house, as being part of the explanation why here he's being called the God of heaven and not the, as before the God of heaven. How does that fit in? And all these questions, you know, if you didn't get the questions 100%, I'm sorry if I didn't explain them well, but by the answer, you'll start to understand why these questions are all painting in the direction of the answer. The third issue, the third question that Rashi asks here, is when we talk about achshav, this is a nuance in the words. Rashi is saying that Eliezer said, but now I've made him familiar by Bereos, by the creations of Hashem. When, early, when, when we said that Abraham said before Hashem's name wasn't known, Rashi used the following uh, term that the boy Elam, the goers of the world, the comers of the world, those people in the world, didn't recognize him. And his, his name wasn't familiar in the earth. Why doesn't just use the same, why doesn't just use saying before he wasn't recognized and now he is recognized in the world? Why, when it's talking about how he's recognized in the world, we say we've made him familiar in the mouth of the people? Not that we've made people aware. Or, or, or know him. Before we said, right, when we say about not knowing him, we say that people don't know him. And not makirin, they don't recognize him. When he said, but I've changed that, Avram says, and now people do recognize him, the language used is not now that they recognize him, I've made him 
more familiar, more regular in their mouth. Somehow it seems to be like if they, as if they haven't changed 180%, 180 degrees. They've made progress, but it's not like before they didn't recognize him, but now they fully recognize him. Before they recognize him, now they're more, they're more comfortable with him. Now, the fourth thing that I might say, the fourth question is, Rashi says here, um, a new, he uses a new language, he says, the boy Eilam. Before he said the Bria is the created being. Abram says, now I've made him familiar it's in the mouth of the creations of Hashem. Before that, he wasn't familiar to the boy Eilam, the people that come in the, in the world. So why, why changing language? Say, why doesn't, you know? um, fifth question is, by Bria's the creation, he says, I made him more familiar. Um, when it says, boy Eilam, the comers of the world, it says they didn't Recognize. So why recognize or familiar? Why the different language? So we'll understand everything, understanding a general question in this fashion. And that is, the question is, what's, why is it relevant here? When we're talking about Abram's um, speech, where he's instructing Eliezer about a shidduch for Yitzchak, what, does, what is the relevance that now point out this difference, that now he's he's the God of heaven and the God of earth and when he took me out of my father's house, he was just Hashem was just the God of heaven, not the God of earth what, 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 what does this add? why does it come in when Abraham is sending Eliezer to find Hashem? so the explanation is as follows, you're going to love this because it opens a whole topic when Abraham makes Eliezer take an oath don't take a woman from me from the daughters of Canaan in which I'm currently living. Don't take from the local girls, he tells them. Go back to the land I came from, my birthplace. That's where you should get a wife from my son. So we understand that Abram does not want a wife from the daughters of Canaan for his son. Even though he's living there, Bekiva, that's where he's living. These are the locals. He doesn't want it. They're close to Abram. They're inspired by Abram. That's the people he's working with and creating uh, an awareness about Hashem. Nonetheless, Hashem, nonetheless, nonetheless, Abraham says, no, 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 not from here. Go to the place of my land and my birthplace. That's where I want you to find a wife for my son Yitzchak. What's the reason? Simply speaking, the reason is because of the advantage and virtue that being from, going back to Abraham's birthplace is where Abraham's family is from. They are intrinsically better, more refined, and they're closer to the characteristics of Avram. In other words, you're going back to the family, you're going back to the place where Avram comes from, you're going back to his general family clan. And just as Avram has been raised and he has um, um, you know, uh, uh, the, the character, the quality traits, lends to be the best expression. Once his son is fine, he, a woman from family. So Eliezer asked about that one second. What is if the woman doesn't want to come after me? Should I take your son there? I mean, you left there. You want him to find a, a, a wife from your family back there. Can I take Yitzchak there? I mean, you're saying that that's where you came from, Avram. And so if that's where the good um, marriage prospects are to be found, so let me take your son there. What is Avram answer? No, 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 you can't. No, please, don't take my son there. So now it must be that Eliezer is, 
having a big question. He's saying, one second. If the place of Rome that you left is the proper place for me to look for a wife, and that's why you want me Dafka to take from there, so why should Yitzchak go back there? And don't tell me, Rabbi Nahara Sabatin says, don't say it's got to do with Eretz Yisrael being holy. In the Pasha Pshat, that, that doesn't work. We'll see in next week's Sichat, Sichat 2. A long talk about Abraham Abinu and his and Yitzchak and his ability, inability to leave Israel. But that's not the reason at this stage. In Pshut Yishlamikim, the simple reading of the Pasuk. Eliezer has a, one second, Abraham, you want me to get a wife from there because they're better? Okay, I understand you want him to come live with you, but if she doesn't want, maybe I'll, doesn't want to relocate, I'll take your son there. That's the good place. On the other hand, if you want your son to live where you are and she has to come back here, and you don't want Yitzchak to go away from your, um, from being under your direct influence, so, one second, you don't even want, it to, you want Yitzchak to go back to where you come from, from your birthplace, because that's not where you live. You want him to live in a place where your influence is there in a palpable way. And that's more important than coming from your origin. So why can't I get him somebody from here who's a girl who's grown up under the auspices of your inspiration? This is where you're living. So we have to say that Abraham must have given some nugget to Eliezer, some explanation to Eliezer, which would explain to him what's going on. Even though this answer is not explicit in the psukim, but it must be that there's something inserted here in the narrative that explains to Eliezer what exactly is it that Abraham wants. You want from here? Or you want from there? And that's why Rashi says, it doesn't say he's the God of the earth. Whereas earlier, he says, I make you take oath not to take, not to take my son back there. So one, two things here. From this, it's clear that Avram must have given an answer. And also we understand that the answer is that this difference between the way the world was, that, 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 that Hashem was recognized in heaven and not in earth, must have something to do with, with the answer to this question. Hey, the explanations. Rashi comments on the words, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me out of my father's house. And he says like this, since Hashem created heaven and earth, and yet, Avraham Avinu didn't make him take oath. And yet, when, uh, when, Elias, uh, when Avraham is telling Eliezer, don't take my son back there, he just says Hashem, the God of heaven. He doesn't say the God of earth. So it must be that the words God of heaven is not just put in there as a um, praise to Hashem. You know, there's a concept, once you mention Hashem's name, you praise Him. Kelel, you know, God is supernal God. Kainish, my words, creator of heaven and earth. We've used that, that, that thing before. When you mention Hashem, you mention His greatness. No, but this can't be about that, because otherwise it would have said, God... If you're saying Hashem, the God of heaven, and you want to try to praise Him, you say the God of heaven and the God of earth. So here it doesn't say the God of earth. It must be that the God of heaven is, is, is being used. Now the Rebbe just answered why Rashi starts. It doesn't say the God of earth. You would expect it to say a full praise, which is the God is God of heaven and God of earth. But one second says Rashi, earlier it says, I will make you take oath. And there it says, like but it says, like oh, it's also. Rashi only quotes the beginning of that quote earlier, I will make you take oath. Because by saying that, 
It's saying that one second. Earlier, we used Hashem's name only to give power to the oath. When you're saying an oath, you don't add extra commentary. You don't even, even extra praise. So if Elikei HaShomayim is enough to be said, why over there, with the oath, does it say, and I will make you take oath? By Hashem, who's the God of heaven, the God of earth. It, should, it can't just be a praise just for the sake of praise. It must be that there's a very important message that there it says God of heaven, God of earth, here it just says God of heaven. So we have to say that in both instances, using Hashem, describing Hashem as the God of heaven, describing Hashem as the God of heaven and earth, there must be some special meaning here that's being transmitted by Avraham Avinu. It has to do with the content of what Avraham is sharing. What is it? That Avraham, that here Avraham is explaining the big question that Eliezer has. What do you want? So that's why it's how she says. Avram told Eliezer. Not, this is not just a way for us to understand the Psukim. We're understanding that this Psukim is telling us what Avram told Eliezer in order to get him to understand what the nature of the mission is. And because Avram, you know, changed the language. He says, I make you take oath, God of heaven and God of earth. And now he just says, when he says, can I take your son there? He says, no, Hashem, the God of heaven, who took me out of my father's house. We understand that this difference holds the key to what Avram explained to Eliezer. What did he explain to him? He says, now he's the God of heaven and the God of earth because I made him familiar by the people. Ah, now we don't have a question why Avram doesn't want to take from local girl. Why? He says, because even though now where I'm living and I'm spreading the oneness of Hashem, the, the, uh, the, the awareness of Hashem, he is already the God of earth. However, that's only because I've made them familiar. They still haven't changed intrinsically. I've made them more comfortable. Here, Galtim, I've made them more familiar for them to speak about God. But it's not like they've changed totally. They're still not of the caliber of the nature of where I come from. However, when Hashem took me out of my father's house, Hashem was just the God of heaven indeed, and not the God of earth. People didn't yet know about Hashem and His name wasn't familiar here on earth. But... But, on the other hand, I can't send my son back to that country. Why? Because they, I haven't lived there. I've spent my lifetime since leaving home influencing the world in calling out in the name of Hashem, showing everybody how Hashem is the source of the world. And Hashem has become the God of earth as well. People recognize me as familiar in their mouth. But that's only once I've been taken from my father's house. But when I was taken from my father's house, he's, he wasn't familiar on earth. So my father's house is still not a good and conducive atmosphere for him to be living in. Because there he's only Elikeh Shamayim. When I was taken out of there, I hadn't yet made him familiar by people here on earth. Now in my current place, I have. But I don't want him to go back to, I don't want him to take a wife from here because taking a wife from here, he doesn't, it's not going to be with those qualities of where I came from. So to sum it up, I need a wife from, for Yitzchak, from the place where I come, because that's the place where the good qualities are there. It's part of the same family. On the other hand, you want to know why I can't take one from here? Because yes, you're right. Here I have created a change, but it's a change in which is in their mouth. I've made things more, I've made them more comfortable, familiar with Hashem, but they haven't changed intrinsically. There, no, I don't want you to take my son there because I'm doing my work here. And here I at least have created a change that people are more familiar with Hashem. The atmosphere 
is the way it should be. There it isn't. But there, the family background is more passive, is more appropriate. So I need you to take a woman from there, where she comes from, the family that I want you to find a wife for Yitzchakor, and I need you to bring her here, here, we're creating an environment that I want my son to be living in. Vav. Now, six here, here's, 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 um, this sixth seif, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, teach in a part two. It's a little bit, a little bit technical. So I'm going to go to part two.